You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, my co-host, Lacey Finley. Uh, happy Monday. How, um, how, how are we doing? Because... I'm uh, You know, it's another day. Mm-hmm. I'm awake. I'm not. I'm here. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm still... We're s- keeping you awake. Sipping on my coffee. I mean, that's... Yeah, cheers. I was trying to, to drag myself up this morning. I then I don't know why. Just your busy bee. Yeah. Body just never get time to just sit, chill, and do whatever. Well, that's that's what we're doing next week. So, by the way, siblings, just so you're aware, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, next week, uh, it is the labor of days, mm-hmm. and we will be treating you with a mini, as opposed to a full episode, because I'm I'm gonna go and try to take a I'm gonna go on a little vacation. Yeah, just a little weekend vacay and and try mm-hmm. to relax we'll see how that goes because i'm even trying yep. to i'm trying to convince myself if this is a good idea or not because we plan to go on a vacay no no no, no. um oh. what we're doing in regards to said vacay oh. so we're uh, the plan is to leave earlier than usual so I've got that in the bag. I know what I'm doing there. I don't know what you're early. Well, for you, it's already stupid early. How much earlier? Well, the day before? No, no, no. I, well, You'll get up at like 3 a.m., dude. Come on. I know I would. But... <laughs> like how much early for kidding? But no, it's uh, sometimes, you know, go like right after work. Like I, I just get off of work, come home, and oh, gather sure. stuff, and then we just go. But you see, traffic... In that direction is terrible. And then by the time we get down there, it's like right in 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock for them. And rush hour traffic and everybody's off work and it's a Friday and it's just... Friday traffic always is worse in big cities. Always. Mm -hmm. So you get it. It's a bad combination of things. Yeah. And then you're stressed. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. The entire drive down there, I'm just like... Like, I'm just so done with everybody. Yup. So I figured we'd leave early. And even if we can't go to our destination as of yet, we could still just take in the sights around town. Doesn't have sure. to be anything. We just find something to do. Right. Now, I plan go down early and then whenever uh, we can get to where we're going, go there. Uh-huh. Have a whole day Saturday and relax, and then maybe come home Sunday, and I'll still have the Monday to come home to and just like have a day, decompress from the vacation. Right. Yeah. Well, see, I got family down there, and they are just like, "Hey, you know, you can always stay till Monday," and I'm just like, "Do, do I want to?" Because then I got to drive in the traffic on Monday. Yeah. 
know. Which might be kind of bad because everyone will be coming back on Monday because hmm. it was a three-day weekend. I just, I don't know. I'm with you. I'd probably leave Sunday so I could have Monday. Mm. But I'm like at that age now where I'm like, I'm okay with telling people I'm done being sociable. This is this is my limit. Yeah. So I'm leaving now. And, you know, I don't want to be rude. You know, we don't get to see that family sure, very sure. often. You but don't get to see them, yeah. At the same time, I just, I don't want to come home. Like, I, I like to have my day before I go back to work. Well, how long is the drive? About two hours. So it's not I bad. guess if you could leave, well, if you wanted to sleep in too, I don't know. I was like, that's not too bad. Honestly, two hours. I would just maybe drive back early morning than maybe Monday. Mm. I don't know. Or really late Sunday night because it's only a couple hours. I don't know. I was thinking like four or five in that case. I'm like, mm, mm. just just do it the night before. But if it's two, maybe if you did it like late Sunday night, like maybe eight o'clock. You get home about 10. That's still not super late. Mm -hmm. You could probably even start a load of laundry if you needed to. So that was going and then go to bed and sleep in on Monday and do whatever you want to do. Yeah. See, that is the other thing, too. Having you know, like laundry to do, making mm -hmm. sure that, you know, if I had anything to do yard work, I need to do that. Make sure it's mm -hmm. done. Little things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that might be what I would do. It's just like leave late on Sunday night because Sunday nights generally traffic isn't as bad mm. in general i'll think about so, it i don't know yeah. I, haven't figured I don't know just a thought just a thought we used to love to do overnights when it was really long because the traffic would be lighter because people would be in bed mm -hmm. i can't do that anymore but <laughs> back in my 20s that was the plans but. so i wanted to ask you and this probably may seem like the oddest place to uh, ask this question, considering where the uh, there's another podcast for this. Uh, have you did did you ever watch the movie Orphan? I don't think so. Ah, dang it. Okay. Well, the reason I was going to ask is I watched the prequel on Paramount Plus yesterday. I was okay. kind of surprised by it, to be honest. Is it this first kill? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Well, that that's oh. that's the one that's actually out, like just came out. Okay. All right. And the, oh, there's one from 2009. I yeah. See. Okay. But I watched it last night just because I remembered the first one, and I was like, you know, it wasn't bad. Uh, I have, probably hadn't watched it since I watched it, but. You know, it was just like, oh, yeah, I know the story of that, and mm -hmm. cool. And with this one, they're just like, well, now it's a prequel. And it's like, I don't really see how that's going to work, but okay. I'm curious. Yeah. And I watch. And I, I guess I had an expectation, because I didn't really know what the story was going to be. Or okay. are they, you just going to rehash what you did in the last one? To a, uh -huh. to a point, you know. And... They pulled a twist in that film halfway through that I did not expect and was really caught She's off. She's not an orphan? <gasps> Damn it, you figured it out. Anyway. <laughs> it, was, it was a very interesting twist in a way that I don't, I mean, I don't even really want to talk about it because it was just so... Don't want to give it away, yeah. Yeah, because... How have we never thought? It was one of those that I was like, that's a good one. Like, a really good twist. And this is the first one, right? You're talking yeah. about well, 2009? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The, the newest, first kill. Oh. It just came out. 
So I would. Re- okay. I'm, I'm just recommending it. I, like I kind of want. Uh, Katrina swears up and down she didn't watch the first one with me. I could swore she did, but she's like, no, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fair enough. So I kind of want her to watch those with me mm-hmm. because I've been surprised by it twice now. I mean, if you don't know the twist in the first one, I'm not going to spoil it here because yeah. that was like, I I didn't. Also good. Your expectations are not that, <laughs> you yeah. know, when, when the big twist comes out, it's like, no shit. Like, you like, your brain's just like, holy crap. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right. All right. Well, now I have to just for that unique little uh, spin on it here. Yeah. So I think it's good. I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. recommending it. And uh, did you ever get around to watching She-Hulk? Like I like. I watched the last one with the hubs. Okay. He was already ahead, and I was like, "Can I jump into here and like be okay and not super lost or anything?" And he said, "No." Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a different tone than I was expecting for some reason, even with it being Marvel. I don't know why, mm. uh, but I guess I should have figured from Ruffalo's version now. Yeah, you know, of the Hulk, and then. Um, interesting. I think it's funny. I like the timing. I like what they're doing with it. She Hulk yeah. lawyer. I know it was a comic and all this kind of stuff, but look, I didn't read all those. I get to learn through the hubs and, and watch the shows. <coughs> but um, I think it's a little weird with the CGI the whole time, though. I'm trying to separate it, you I'm, know, because like, yeah, it looks good. Don't get me wrong, but still, there's always that uncanny. There's always something a little off when we're zooming in on the face and you can see just very little bits of like well done mm-hmm. but you can still kind of tell and i don't know if i'm gonna be okay with staring at that a lot i'm honestly surprised they are leaning into it that much because i figured they would kind of temper it back and be like well she can be jen you know uh most of the time they want her to be this yeah is what it's looking like. yeah that's why i'm surprised i was like holy shit i mean she's she hulk a lot more than i was expecting her to be the character because i again i thought well they'll put it on a budget they're not gonna have her hulking around all the time yeah mo-capped all day long no i mean hell like more than half of the first episode she was she hulk well even ruffalo yeah is like that the whole time they must be spending yeah good cash on this but yeah i think i could i could dig it i might go back and, and watch the first few if um the hubs thinks i need to to catch on and he'll just fill me in on any marvel stuff i may not have watched that might get brought up or something because i know there's a universe but i don't watch every single thing they produce so uh but yeah i think i'll dig it i think i'll dig it i like the chick they uh they cast yeah, as, uh, um, she Hulk. Her timing's good, and her delivery and stuff is fun. And I really could believe she would be Ruffalo's niece. Hmm. You know, like the cousin. version of Hulk he's 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 created. Cousin. Huh? Cousin. Cousin. Oh, sorry, cousin. <laughs> See, there you go. See, I don't know the lore. I'm just like they were talking. I knew they were related, and I caught the last episode. Now, cousin. Sorry, related. This might be a deep cut for some people. I'm sure not. Uh, David, I'm sure he'll he'll be on point with this, but you know, uh-huh. after seeing who She Hulk's dad was, uh-huh. I kind of want to see Uncle Balky. Did you see who? Uh-huh. Did you see who her dad was? Who? Uh, I I, think, I feel like I, I think his attention. his name was uh, or his actual name is Mark Lynn Baker, who played Cousin Laddie in Perfect Strangers. Cousin Laddie. Oh really? Yeah. 
You didn't pay that much attention. So now we have to have Uncle Balky, you know, coming in. (laughs) I mean, just think about it. It'd be awesome. I'm trying to think of what he would say to the She-Hulk if, um, obviously he would have to do the catchphrase. Like, I'm trying to think of something to kind of lead up to that. I don't know it well enough to help play. I'm sorry. I don't know. I would totally play this scene out with you. He was like... (laughs) Uh, hey, cousin or uncle Balky, are you a Hulk? Well, of course not. Don't be ridiculous, or whatever the hell he said. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I I can see me getting into it. I'm like, okay, I'll have anyway. to go back and watch the other ones, but it's fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've trailed off. No, I mean, that's what we do these days, right? Yeah. I didn't watch, like, a whole lot of TV this week, so... Uh, we went on a... I didn't a... even watch any. I'm still watching Only Murders in the Building, but Ooh, yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. the only show that I'm watching right now that's still doing new stuff, or mm. that's, you know, that I'm not waiting to come back for the season, or mine might have been canceled. Uh, I think the only one we've got going right now, outside of She-Hulk, would be... Ooh! There's a, yeah, all right, I got one. So, yeah, we got She-Hulk. Um, oh, damn. What was the, 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 the name? Reservation Dogs. Jesus. Have you watched that? That's another I've one. watched some of it. Now, I think I watched one or two episodes. That is cute. Yeah. We haven't gone back to watch it, but that was funny. Oh. Like, I could... I, it's it, one of my favorites. little premise there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I absolutely love it. So, I recommend that. There was another show... And this was one of those I don't think I would have dug up had I not seen two actors involved and then the person behind the series. So this is why I actually gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. But have you heard of a show, a new show called Sprung? Sprung. Yeah. No. One of the reasons you might not have heard about it is because it's on Freebie. Do you know what Freebie is? I think I've heard of Freebie, but I've never... Well... I don't think I've ever ventured. That's not one that you've sent me like movies on before. Or something, no, Freebie. Okay, no. used to be IMDb TV. Oh, then yes. So I, that's how I would watch Night Court. Right. So yeah, that's yeah. how like they did their name change. I guess when Amazon really kind of uh, integrated, sure. bought them out or whatever the hell Talk, they did, took over everything. And. So, this is a Freebie original series. So, it might be the very first. I don't know shit about oh. Freebie or IMDb TV or whatever. So, yeah. you will have to endure a commercial. But, okay. it's hey, if it's only one show that I'm watching that has commercials, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But it stars Garrett Dillahunt, which I don't know if you know him by name, but I guarantee you've seen him in something. Yeah, you know me in names. He uh, was... Yes, I have seen this, this gentleman before. Yeah. Yes. He's in it, and Martha Plimpton from, uh, I know you know her. She's a she's yeah. a Carradine, and yep. Oh, t- oh, dude. Yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> she's been around a super long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's like eighties famous. Yeah, like the Goonies. Yeah, yes, the Goonies. Yes. So it stars. I mean, the two of them together. Mm-hmm. Developed by Greg Garcia, who did, uh, most famously, My Name is Earl. Okay. Ooh, and I liked that show so much. He did another show with the two of them called Raising Hope. Yes. Okay. 
So now this is reuniting the two of them, except instead of playing a couple, they are playing... Uh, he Garrett Dillahunt plays a man who got let out of prison because of COVID. Like, that's how this all starts. Oh, Him and his sure. cellmate get out of prison because COVID said, get the hell out. Right. And then... Okay. Uh, his prison's or his cellmate's mom comes to pick them up, but she's like a hardcore scammer, and that's played by Martha Plimpton. So she's just okay. playing this, hate to use the term, trailer trash esque, you know, well, I mom. Mean, it is a descriptor that draws a, an image to your mind, yeah. which is what language is supposed to do. So, so <laughs> they're all about trying to make, or they're they're trying to pull a job. Whereas uh-huh. Garrett Dillahunt's character, he doesn't, he's like, he's done. The only reason he was in prison was for drug possession. And he oh, got, okay. like, sent up shit Probably creek. Pot too, exactly. Right? Exactly. So it wasn't a, he's not a violent, violent crime at all. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. But yet, being inside the prison system for so long, he picked up a lot. So as they're sitting there plotting wow. out these crimes, he's mm-hmm. pointing out all the plot holes. And just, <laughs> like why this isn't gonna work and they're just like, like well, if you're such a genius you know why don't you help he's like i don't want to i don't want to be involved i want to get in right but then he kind of gets yeah. involved so it's a really solid show i mean if you if you like the actors and if uh-huh. especially if you like my name is earl it kind of has that kind of vibe i loved that show so much I'm, i really did i'm kind of hoping we'll see some of the actors from that show just kind of pop in here and not same know. characters have you seen what's his name though lately oh, oh uh, ethan supley the one yes. yeah Ooh, i know it's been a while it's not new news at all like he's been super jacked for a few years now but still, still like yeah. way to go dude um and then i was reading something about how he's like uh was saying it kind of i guess hurt him getting a lot of roles and stuff because mm. he kind of did fall into that really funny dumb big guy role yeah. you know um i've seen him getting cast and stuff but good for him that was that was my only point it was just like wow yeah that, that was huge and then um watching the little interview about how he got some of his parts on there was like, i don't know anyway digressing but yeah. well i can digress uh, a step further <laughs> i mean as you're sitting there talking about that I mm-hmm. stumbled upon a new show on Vice. Not that I I don't subscribe to it, but they had like a an episode available on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll eyeball that series showing up at some point, maybe on Hulu. I think they do like release the shows on there at some point. It's called The Dark Side of Comedy, and I guess they're digging into comedians with tragic stories backstories what have you and oh geez first, that's so many though yeah first episode was chris farley so Aww, and that yeah. was kind of the running thing is that fatty fall down is funny and right yeah that's where his mental state was all the time i didn't even realize he had come back to host the show at some point and they said oh, did he? they they were talking about it that episode was meant to be kind of an intervention <laughs> and it didn't uh. work <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It that industry, I tell you what though, especially I feel early on, the more you read about it, it's just oof. It swallows you up, spits you out, and gives no craps to the whole thing. Uh well, since we're digressing, for some reason last night <laughs> I went into a rabbit hole on Marlon Brando and Rita Moreno. Why? Who freaking knows? Who knows? Um well actually I do know. For some reason that old clip had resurfaced of Christopher Reeves being on David Letterman talking about Marlon Brando. Um, mm-hmm. from when he was in Superman and just 
Christopher Reeves um, didn't appreciate working with him at all. And the clip, he was very nice about it, but he was like, no, dude doesn't care. Um, it wasn't that cool to get to work with him. It's a shame because he could be such a leader, but he just doesn't care anymore. You know, like reading mm-hmm. his lines off of cue cards everywhere because he didn't bother to do his stuff anymore. And so I was like, well, he was such a genius. Let me fall down that yeah. rabbit hole, you know, and like, dear God, I don't know. I don't know if I could have been part of that, 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 that portion of Hollywood. I know we think it now like, oh, it just seemed like parts were handed to people. And you were just in the right place at the right time. And maybe so. But like listening to her and listening to him and some of all this stuff. Yeah. No, they were not treated well at all, or at least the ladies for sure, even worse oh, than, than we know about now, because nobody cared then. That was just part of what you had to do. And um, anyway, I wanted to see the genius before it became like weird, because mm-hmm. he was in the industry for like 60 years, man. Sure. Yeah. And it's such a huge transformation in my mind from like where he started to where he ended up and the roles he was taking. And yeah, probably right. Didn't seem like he cared too much toward the end. Like, just give me a check. I'll come do this, and then I'm going to leave. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, but yeah. So now I wanted to go back and watch Streetcar Named Desire, because I'm like, I know he was good in that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a weird flick, but you know. (coughs) Anywho. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Were you playing anything this week? What have you been playing? Well, nothing I can chat about just yet, but I, I have been playing something. I did want to kind of gripe about this because we were talking about Ethan Soupley. kind of made me remo- uh, remember The Quarry. Mm-hmm. It was on sale this weekend on Steam for like 40 bucks. I was going to pull the trigger. I'm like, 40 bucks seems fair to me mm-hmm. for this sort of game. Didn't actually notice this before until I went to go buy it yesterday and then decided not to. Um, freaking 2K Games added de novo DRM to it. And I just, I just, no, I just, I went back and I was like, did I overlook this on the other super massive games? I feel I would have seen this because I have a really hard time with you telling me my single player game has to be online 100% of the time. I just have a really bad time with that. There's nothing really that great coming out of this de novo. I don't want it on my system anymore. And no, no, I didn't have it on Man of Madon. I didn't have it on, you know, Little Hope or any of the other ones that I played. Um, so 2K, GG. Now I'm not sure I'm going to buy it on PC. Because I don't want that crap on my PC anymore. I know that there's no real evidence of it, but I mean, I need to stay online. That's 100%. You could be killing my solid state drive because you're constantly writing things to it. Um, performance has been known to lag because of needing to constantly be online. Like they've cracked other games and have noticed that, Hey, the performance is actually a little bit better. There's just nothing good from a gamer's perspective about this. Hmm. And I'm kind of pissed that they decided to do it. Oh, and that led me down the rabbit hole. Switch is getting the de novo. What? So GG all your switch games. Yeah. It looks like they're coming over to there. Right. That's just yeah. great. Well, we should have known with Nintendo, but still, you're going to do that to all of your games. I just, I don't know. I don't know that I can, there's plenty for me to do. So I yeah. guess I'm not going to bother with it because it has to be 2K. That was, that was the only difference I could tell between all of the games because the other one was Bandai Namco yeah. with the other ones. And then the Quarry is 2K Publisher. 
So I'm bummed. Do I just cave, I guess, and get it on the PlayStation? Ugh. Yeah. I just really wanted to play it for a reasonable price. And then uh, that was the first I noticed that they added DeNovo to it. So I don't know. I just, I don't want to put it back on my PC. I can remember back in the day when I used to have that and before I even understood what it was. Because mm-hmm. EA was really good about throwing that crap on their games, you know, without me even knowing. Um, and then your whole computer would start to go to crap because you didn't realize this was constantly always running and causing issues. And it, you know, so I learned my mm-hmm. lesson 15 years ago and could it have improved? Sure. But all of my research doesn't look like it's gotten better to where people are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and put that on my game and have everything else ever. So I'm sorry. I just wanted to complain about that. Cause I was, I was excited. I thought I'm going to buy this right now. 40 bucks is reasonable to me. This is what I'm going to play. And then I saw that and I just, I walked away. I, was, I can't do it to myself again. I'll just get so upset. So Stop it, 2K. I know you don't want piracy and all that kind of stuff, but this is worse. Like, I feel like I'm really leasing my game then at that point. Hmm. Because if my internet goes down, I can't play. Screw you. It's my single player game. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I just, I can't, I can't get on board with people doing that to me anymore. Um, And then there's something I just want to ask, and I'm hoping you can explain it to me. Okay. What is this meme that I've been seeing going around such and such, but it's 2007? I don't understand what people are doing. They're like Spider-Man, but it was 2007 or this thing, but it was in 2007 and these little clips of the the show. And I don't, oh, I don't understand why, but it was 2007 means. What did, what happened? What, uh. I don't. I should have bookmarked one so I should could, could show you because like I was trying to look it up. I'm like I don't understand what this is, but I see it on everything. Like people post um, uh, a video of anything, but it was in 2007. Like I'm expecting to see something different in there, but it, 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 is okay, 2007 really that far away ex- that I'm going to notice a difference? But it's 2000. Let's explore it, Deva. Okay. <laughs> See, here's the memes? what I just found. Matt Reeves, the Batman, but it came out in 2007. Transformers. You know, like, it, they just Valorant, but it's in 2007. Okay, so all these clips, films, television, sports, reimagine if they had been made in t- 2007. The clips always usually focus on the climactic scene of that particular show or film or sporting event and ends with the song What I've Done by Linkin Park. Ah, okay. Ah! So kind of like where that used to be the go-to thing. I don't put sound on a lot. <laughs> so. <coughs> okay. Because, yeah, if you type, but it's 2007 in the Twitter search bar, you'll get just like a crap ton. I see. So I, it's 2007. I got Rocky. it. Okay. All right. So if you look at All the right. thing, it's the sh- <laughs> it's yes. the last last shot of the Godfather where Diane Keaton is looking into the office at Al Pacino and, uh-huh. you know, Lincoln Park. The music's playing over the clip. <laughs> That's the joke. Is It's about this overused song okay. being used in these scenes. So it's the song. Yeah. All right. That was the through line. Okay. And then they That's shut funny. the door. That was good. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have to go through this now. So. Yeah. We'll get to games in a minute. 
Uh, <laughs> so as soon as the the song was playing, the little piano, is as she's watching all this unfold, and then the door is shutting. That's where the music's, and as soon as it shuts, and then Godfather logo pops up on screen. Like, you have to see that. That's absolutely not what the Godfather needed to be. But then it was. And it's like, yeah, that's 2007 for certain. Okay, now I get it. Because, like, here was the Rocky one as soon as he went to hug him. All right. It's all about the song. Settled. All about the song. Got it. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) I knew knew Stephen would come through for me i knew it would come through. i mean i'm sure david would have too he's probably like oh, well sure. now you've taken this away he's from probably me yelling at the the radio this whole time or whatever he's listening to and i'm like please jesus christ come on didn't you hear the one through line through the whole thing no didn't didn't click <laughs> that that was from 2007 um cool so that was what was on my docket for the at the top <laughs> okay what have you been playing even though i, I said i couldn't really I'll be talking about that uh, later because that was the whole purpose of that thing because I couldn't talk about it. But I want to talk about a few things since uh-huh. um, since I don't have game stuff or a game that I'm playing and stuff. Anyway, uh, <laughs> did you hear that Resident Evil got canceled? I did. R.I.P. See, this I didn't is... hear anything good about it though, so I guess I'm not shocked. No, I didn't watch it. But see, why part of the problem? Why is that the show that they cancel or why? They've canceled good shows before. That's the thing, I guess, that's making me angry. Netflix doesn't like to go past five seasons or so, I've noticed, which I guess the, their model if they kind of screwed yourself into that by not, you know, dump it, by dumping everything once. Well, if they would just chill out and let stuff grow from time to time, you know, shows that have potential. Oh, sure. I mean, that show had no potential whatsoever. That's why I wasn't going to watch it. And then, bam, ha, I got him. Anyway, uh, what I else? Saw, oh, well, uh, uh, Sandman was already getting a second season after the first episode dropped. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's weird which ones they well, are. They're like, cool. I've, Green light I've right heard that that's watches. not in the bag yet. Oh, I thought I for sure. Hold on. Well, the last headlines I saw was like, it's not in the bag just yet, but oh, it's not it says, off the okay, table. Okay, it's on track for season two renewal. Okay, so. Okay, you're right. It's on track, but not... It's on track. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Did you see that uh, the the Knights of the Old Republic game got saved? No! How did I miss that? I was searching through Gamescom stuff this week, hoping to do my diligence there. So, no. Tell me about it. Uh, uh, Apparently, Saber Interactive uh, snatched it up. And we were just talking about them. Right? Interesting. I'm happy to see... Racer Group, too. I know they're separate. Uh, we were talking about them, so well, I mean, <laughs> it Saber might is be. A, isn't Saber a developing team? And then Embracer is like yeah. the whole, I bought them all company. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. One. Yeah. <clears throat> From THQ Nordic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were worried about that. I was, mm-hmm. I was wondering if that was, especially all the crap they went through. Yeah. Yeah. But, but hey. At least the game is saved. I hate it for the others, but maybe they weren't all that great in the first place. Yeah. I don't want to judge, but apparently something went wrong. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, 
Did you have any Gamescom stuff you want to talk about? Because I, mean, I wrote down some games that I thought was neat. Um, yeah, that, I want to talk that about I checked few. out because, um, like, as I was kind of poking around through some news, I uh, did all of us go through that whole five minutes where we thought Amazon was going to buy EA. That was how quick it was for me. As soon as I <laughs> saw the news, Amazon will announce the acquisition of EA today. And then within two minutes, they were like, yeah, JK, they didn't. And I'm like, well, that was fast. But I was like, who said they were going to in the first place and why? And why would we make things worse? Eh. I'm just saying Amazon to buy EA. Jesus Christ. Just kill the company at this point. Just kill it. No kidding. <laughs> You're going to have those two running it too? No. <laughs> Screw getting anything from EA again. Uh, but Gamescom stuff, yeah. I watched um, a couple of trailers from stuff from the the opening night. Um, and uh, it looks like there was only a couple that was brand new to me. And then the rest was another either cinematic trailer, which I'm so tired of us, us doing in this industry. Uh, but did you watch the one, The Last Case of Benedict Fox? Because that actually looked pretty cute. People won't like me saying cute, I guess. I don't it was, uh, know if I did. It's a side-scrolling, looks like kind of a platformer with more of like... I, 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 we, we've been getting this a lot, too, with like a Sweeney Todd kind of flair to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It looked cute. I would definitely keep my eye on that one because it just looked like it was an interesting new story um, that... And you know me. I, if you give mm. me a good story, I can get into it just fine. So long as I can actually get through the combat. Uh, but it didn't look that rough. Uh, but that's one I'm looking at anyway, as the last case, case of Benedict Fox, because that looked cute. I liked the art style. I liked the aesthetic, um, you know, that was surrounding it. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll have to actually do some searching for that one because I thought it would just kind of be there in the uh, videos. Maybe see a thumbnail, but I've not seen it. I saw it on like the day one thing. Hold on. Because its release date is 2023. I can show you the Steam link if you want. At least I found that. Um, who knows what article I was reading that had them all collected together. But there's the uh, Steam link, at least for the game there. Uh, oh, I did see this. Yeah. I like the art. I like the aesthetic. You know? Uh, yeah. I love the co- use of the colors. So I could see me um, getting into this one. So that got added to the old wish list here. Um, let's see here. Dune. Did you see that? It's getting an open world MMO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All I saw was the cinematic trailer again. But and, uh, I mean, MMOs. I, I'll have to wait and see if there's anything um, game shattering new you know what's what's yeah because the, they, they they have a formula usually but if you like dune that's been getting all sorts of love over the last couple of years movie did great and all that kind of stuff so there you go we're, we're jumping on that right there and you can you can have all sorts of dune in your life mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. you want to put it in your eye holes uh dead island 2 yeah i guess it's finally <laughs> still, happening it's got I a date i saw the cinematic trailer guys come on it's been 10 years why am I watching the Gamescom trailer and it's still just a cinematic? It has been 10 years, you guys. 10 years. They didn't show any new uh, that Not in the footage. Gamescom one that I was watching. Now, maybe I was screwed myself over by watching just the opening night one to get, the, to get an idea of what new ones were getting played. But not in that trailer. Someone please hmm. 
put it on the under the tweet or wherever right now if you found a different one because I was watching that opening night one and I, I'm like seriously after all this time and uh well February 3rd 2023 this looks like yeah. when it's actually coming out um they are touting six playable characters um the one we were introduced to in the trailer that I had watched I mean, seems like a fun character. They've been around. They're seasoned in this universe. This is just how life is. And just kind of showing you what their day-to-day is running errands, you know, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I was extremely excited for it in the first place. And now that it's been so long, I wanted to do well for the devs. My God, you've put so much time, of your, so much of your life into this now. <sighs> that I hope it does well because it's been a long time. It's been a long time, yeah. guys. It's been a long time. You probably had to start over because new console generation came out in the span of time that you were working mm-hmm. on it and probably had to start all over again. Two. Two matter cons- of fact. <gasps> because I'm almost positive the Last of Us trailer ran with that same Dead Island 2 trailer uh, at a PlayStation event. So. Maybe right. Let's see when an entire the whole thing the first I'm, I'm, one was 2011 so i'm almost positive with that you might be right jesus well february 3rd hopefully <laughs> if you hopefully. were excited hopefully you'll get to actually play it this time um if you didn't see it though what i think you would like where winds meet because it looked gorgeous. Um, it looked like the, the the fighting mechanics, kind of um, sushi, uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. Like mm, how it, mm. it, it, it's just that gorgeous, the aesthetic, the overall appeal of it just looked great. Um, I was watching the one where they had the invading the ship and just the mechanics of the stealth use and everything looked pretty fun and cool. Like if you got on a really good um, chain, mm-hmm. it felt it looked like it would feel extremely satisfying linking all of those uh all of those together so it's another action sword fighting game i just thought that would be a fun one for you i would watch it it doesn't look like one i would enjoy the gameplay on um but i think you would i think my hubs would too i'm gonna have to tell him i'm gonna have to tell him well i'm just gonna have to get the name from you again because i'm looking through this list i'm not seeing it at all uh let's see here (sighs) where wins meet where i know i have all this stuff still open because Where in case I changed my mind meet. on one, I was like, you know what? Oh, geez. There was so so much here. Ooh, I can, I can even. Ta-da, there we oh, go. Did I did? I was going to say, I even yeah. have the YouTube trailer right there. Um, But that's one that I think you would enjoy. Uh, did you watch the Gotham Knights new trailer? Yeah. I kind of turned it on <laughs> whether i paid attention to it i mean well we got to see talon which i'm sure we knew was going to kind of like poke his head around Clayface, mm-hmm. new cinematics i don't know i didn't the, it, it it looks like it's going to be another <laughs> gotham game so if you're excited for it fun you mm-hmm. know um october 21st so they 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 had the date out there and um all of this is very close you think about mm-hmm. it we're done with august yeah. Pretty much. Jesus. So. Uh, it goes way too quickly. It um, does. Okay, I had to watch the return to Monkey Island. Cause let's give them love. They had another trailer there. It's due out September nineteenth. I just love 
that it was just uh, basically a, a sales pitch the whole time with yeah. the guy, the sales pitch. And I also love that your pre-order bonus means jack shit. It's just <laughs> a thing to clog up your inventory. And I loved it. Um, but yes, they're touting if you order now, you could get okay. horse armor, which we'll tell you now does nothing for any puzzle or anything in the game. So it's just like, cool, clog up your inventory. I love it. So pre-order to get a 100% useless horse armor in your game. I think we should just pre-order it anyway. I don't know. I'm going to get it, though. I am looking forward mm. to this one. I want to play it. I'm excited. I don't care what you people say about its art. I think it's just going to be fun. And I just want to lose my time in another Monkey Island story again and go back with Guybrush Threepwit. And I just want to get lost in it. And I'm ready for it. I actually, I don't know if even know if I told you that or not, but I found the originals on the PlayStation uh, Premium or whatever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ooh. So I was like all excited. I was like, oh, I want to play that again. Yes. So I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, I have the old CD-ROMs. Mm-hmm. They're probably still in this closet behind me in one of those huge Tupperware things that I have of just old CD-ROM games. But, oh, yeah. Ooh, maybe we should play some of those leading up to it. I think we should. I think we should too. Oof. All right, pinned. That idea is pinned. Okay. Um, and then of course, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Like I know we had seen the trailer from that beforehand, but I saw them also announcing it at Gamescom. And hmm. I mean, what can you say? It looks kind of faithful. I know that the one complaint that I've heard is just, oh, great, another one of these games. Sure, like a multiplayer. And yeah, I get that, you know. I guess it's just interesting on its own that, I mean... (laughs) Of all of the the films. I mean, I guess it did get a cult following, kind of. Oh, yeah, Yeah, for sure. And then you can't go wrong. They sold me the moment the the theme song kicked in from the Dickies. You know, it was just like, okay, okay, you you got the song... From out of space. Okay. So, no, I I mean, I don't know if I'll go out of my way and, like, purchase the game, like, immediately. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I'll look into it. If somebody wanted to play with me, I'd, I'd probably be all in for it. I, I, I feel that multiplayer kind of burnout, too. Because, like, I, even though I love Evil Dead and play that, I haven't been playing that as much either, just because yeah. it's not the type of games I tend to gravitate towards. Um, but, yeah, it looks mm. faithful, I guess, to the source material for what it was. Yeah, I mean, you can't the beat that. delivery scene, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, uh, just a small part of me now wants to kind of go back and watch the film. Because yeah. it's probably been decades since I have, honestly. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's been on my it's been on my mind too. I was like, yeah, I kind of want to. Wouldn't mind wa- watching it again. Resurface every few years when I was growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and then nothing for a very long time, and then here we are. So, uh, yeah. So small hey. small group of uh, culties might enjoy it, or some of you new kids. Yeah, you might knows? have fun with it and then go watch the old flick and then laugh that that's what we were we were doing in the 80s. Um, so <laughs> then <laughs> which else one did I write down here? Hold on. I did watch uh, the Lords of the Fallen one because they started with a Danzig song and I was like, OK. OK, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that it stood out to anything as more unique or something completely wholly different. 
um, than um, stuff that we have played before. Um, so GG on getting me to watch because of Danzig. Um, but <laughs> it, it was a, a, a it's a follow up to a, um, a game, I guess, in 2014, which I never played either, which might be why it wasn't ringing bells for me. Um, but it, it looks like another I don't want to say Souls S because it didn't look that brutal, but like the way with the, the combat yeah, yeah. really see combat i guess I, again i'm trying to was i seeing gameplay was i seeing just a trailer because they are looking pretty similar now mm-hmm. which is good but then if i don't know um so i try to look for that in engine recorded kind of nonsense so i can like ah okay um but then outside of that i don't know if the rest of them really looked all that interesting um it was more like an update on some other games like another update on the expanse the telltale series which if you Mm -hmm. like those types of games i think will do really well i didn't watch the expanse but my god the following it has i've heard it's just amazing storytelling and science fiction and kind of a shame that i hear that big of a praise for it and it was canceled yeah like I mean, Amazon, that's... what are you doing? I thought that was uh, well. Anyway, I just I I saw the love and the outpouring, and I was kind of taken aback that like they they decided to cancel it because I saw nothing but amazing things said about the show. Um, yeah, looking through the rest of them, I don't know that Lies of Pi or Lies of P. I keep saying Pi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I'm really intrigued by the premise of it. Definitely not yeah. one I want to play. Hmm. But that premise really is intriguing to me. I like the dark Pinocchio feel. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah. So I don't know if you got to catch up on that one. It's like another more of a trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it. Um, trying to think if there was anything that... Because I was trying to find stuff that would be, I don't know, new. Right, right. I mean, there were some. There were some. Brand new IPs. Like, there was this one that kind of caught my eye called Fall of the Porcupine, and it's like a hospital drama with animals. Ah, how did I miss this? Okay, hospital drama with animals. I'm already there. I used to love love soaps. So, it seemed interesting. Uh-huh. So, I'm going to kind of keep my eye on that one. There was another one called Lose Lagoon, which I love the art style and everything about it. But the problem was, is that I don't know what the game is. <laughs> oh, well, that's you know, a like I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing this character walk around, and they said this is a gameplay trailer, but I'm like, yeah, but what are you doing? Like, I, I don't know what you're doing specifically in the game to make this gameplay trailer. Uh, so yeah, let's see, a cozy open world adventure about running a seaplane delivery service. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe if I'm uh, looking at the right stuff. thing from Rock no, that play. sounds right. That sounds right. Ooh, this looks like one I would play. Yeah, it just has a, a, a nice aesthetic yeah. to it. Yeah, dig it. Customize your so character, maybe. discover new islands, harvest goods, solve a family mystery. Ooh. And work to keep an adorable island community afloat. Oh, yep. Wish list. Right there. See? Caught look at me. that. Look at that. Yes. Uh, I don't know. That might have been all that I saw. Well, I mean, I know I saw other stuff. It's just... Craig was trying... Things, things that were really just like, ooh. Yeah. You know, it didn't look like everything we've seen a hundred times over. 
Right, right. There was yeah. also another one, but I thought it was, was more for me because I also understand that I can go into those really cutesy, like, turn your brain off kind of games and lose myself for hours because I got to turn my brain off to be comfortable. But um, hold on. Hold on. I might have deleted it because I was like, nobody's going to care but me. <laughs> well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. They're creating it. Park Beyond. Where it looks like you're also building a futuristic amusement park. Um, And I mean, the aesthetic, the the art style was fun. It kind of looks like um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Not Mm, really, mm -hmm. but you get that feel that that's what you're doing is you're building this theme park. But it's the theme, the, 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 the rides are more futuristic. Um, so maybe they, they fly off the track and then through some holes or something like that, or the cars split up and then come back together, you know, things that would totally Mm. not in reality be safe, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, here it was cute. So I'm keeping my eye on that one because I just enjoy those types of really chill kind of management games that isn't, you know, I'm not going to die if I walk away from it for five, 10 minutes, you know? Um, so that one looked cute to me and one that I'm keeping an eye on. All right, well, I just found another one I want to keep my eye on. Yeah. It's called Planet of Lana. That looks like a game I could get into. It's like a side-scrolling platformer. Got a Kind of reminds me a little, maybe not as slow and sluggish as like Another World. You know what I mean? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it's that kind of... It, it, t- controls seem like they're kind of loose, not as tight where you could just... Feel like you're sluggish moving, you know what I mean? Like where it's got some weight behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you go. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at, ooh, I do like the art style. Yeah, it's got a very unique art style. Uh, Ghibli-esque, if you will. Yeah. I think that's the word they're using. So. Ooh, I like, look at, is that a little cat? Or a little alien. Alien I cat, think maybe? it said an alien of sorts. I didn't. Ooh, I do, I, I dig the art, yeah. So okay. yeah, I, I'm I'm in for that. But no, there were a lot of games that came out. Sure. So there sure were. It was uh, it was a lot, and I'm always happy for it. Don't get me wrong, I love new happy games. Uh, I, it's like my yeah. Christmas this week, guys, because Immortality, the other FMV that I've been following from Sam Barlow for several years now, August 30th release date. I got that coming up, so I'm excited. I like me some Sam Barlow. Um, so th- yeah, I'm looking at my week, and I'm like, ooh, I'm getting some F and Bs this week. So good for good for Lace, good for Lace, and and it's coming to Game Pass, which I never mm-hmm. really saw. I'm gonna buy it because I do that with his stuff because I want mm-hmm. him to keep making things. I mean, I'm sure they make money off of this too, but, but the F and Bs I like to own. I keep hmm. those. Those I play a lot. Um, so that's coming out. So um, I might be chatting about that next week. Okay. Right, okay. Right, uh, okay. Yeah. We got some new stuff coming to Game Pass, guys. You should go check it out. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> they put Death Stranding on there. I'm still not going to play it. It's like I think the universe keeps going, but Lace, and a, mm, no, not interested. I, Leave me alone. I mean, I'll ch- I want to check it out just out of sheer curiosity, but there was not a thing in this world that was going to make me buy it because uh-uh. I just, uh, I can't. I respect it. I respect that yeah. storytelling. I respect his hierarchy in the game world. Teach their own. Teach yeah. their own. 
do not tell me I have to babysit a child throughout a game. No, no, it doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that that's going to be my next week. And then I wanted to say there was another FMV that was coming out for Lace here too. I say for Lace, like they're doing it specifically for me. They, I mean, some, they're out there for somebody. Somebody's. You are their target audience. It's for you. I know. Like I definitely, I saw, ooh, Rupert was uh you see he's lending his voice to one he's playing some puppets i think i did yeah yeah so like i'm, I'm stalking my fmv actors now well not really they posted it i'm allowed right yeah that's the kind that's of the kind purpose of the whole point right because they were trying to do some crowdfunding for it but yeah now i'm probably just rambling but that, those were the only games that i saw on gamescom that caught my eye that i was like all right and then mm-hmm. the other stuff mm-hmm. i could chat about later okay and yeah, I was just checking my wish list here real quick because I'm like, I know there was another one. I feel like all of my FMVs come out at the exact same time. It's kind of hilarious that they're all <laughs> like at the same time, like at August, September. Um, yeah. Maybe they just all get started at the same time. And then <laughs> this is just how it is. But uh, maybe I'm just a liar. <laughs> maybe I've just had such a full week of going through them all that I was like, there was more in there. No, maybe not. There's one I keep waiting to get cheap, but it's just not, which means it's probably good. So I should just get it. Because FMVs are usually not that expensive. Yeah. This one's 50 bucks. Now, Mm -hmm. but I have to admit, it's uh, Japanese. And usually theirs are so freaking good and well acted that it's totally worth the price. Because they're the only ones that I've seen really like put a price tag over 20 bucks on there. And I'm like, really? But you know what? Every time I've caved, I've not been disappointed. I've not at all. Like the acting is just amazing. The story is usually just so ridiculous and fun that I'm like, all right, fine. Take my money, you know? So I might just, I might just pull the trigger on it because I've had it on my wish list for over a year and it's not budging. And for an FMV, like, really? You're not budging? 50 bucks. For quality. I, I guess so. Like, to not even hit a summer sale or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I find it very weird. But um, I might just do it because I've been waiting long enough. Quit being cheap. <laughs> and it's in 4K if you want it to be. Anyway. See, uh, th- yeah, you're paying for 4K. And I don't have 4K monitor, though, at the moment. So that's lost on me, you know? It's just mm-hmm. good. Just HD sometimes. It's like, but it's there if you ever need it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Anywho, um, that's it. That's all I got. Complaining about DeNovo, learned about the 2007 meme, talked about Gamescom. That was my full day. (laughs) Okay, well, that's all I got outside of talking about what I got to talk about. Huh? So if you want me to talk about it, I'll talk about it. What? What? Onto the headliner? Yeah. Let's do it. You're done. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Because I want to talk about this little game that came out from a little... Uh, indie developer called Massive Monster, published by Devolver Digital. <gasps> yeah. Cult of the Lamb. Because this was one of those that I remember seeing a, a trailer for before it dropped. And obviously, Devolver, you're like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm paying attention. But uh, the, the aesthetic initially kind of turn me away because I was like ah what is what I don't know what kind of game this is I'm not really sure 100% and then the game came out little did I know 
but suddenly my sister-in-law is like, ah, you've got to play this game. you got to play this game. Oh, yeah? you got to play this game. And I'm just like, i got to play this. All right, well, let me look at it and look into it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that one. So then I bought it, and I thought, all right, I'll check it out and see what all the fuss is about. Mm-hmm. I love, hate this game. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the game is kind of a mishmash of concepts, which I'm. Are, that's one aspect of a certain game or certain games that I love is when you can take two ideas and mesh them together. Now this may have been done in other games similar to this, but I've never played one quite like this. Mm-hmm. In in other aspects, sure, but not like this. So you are tasked by the. I, there was a sp- specific name I can't remember, but like the the dark one. Okay. You know? Yeah. I played the demo, so maybe I'll know a little of the. <laughs> so, you, your little sheepish ass has been chosen to become. You know, you you've got to gain a following, start your own little cult, and have to destroy all these other dissenters and heretics. And then build your cult following, and then you praise that onto the dark one, yada yada, and so on and so forth. However, it all goes. So, to do so, you have to build a colony. You have to build a little group. But you also have to go on missions. You have to go take care of the dissenters and the heretics. But you can also find other people to join your group. So that's how you gain followers. And there's other awesome, other obvious ways you can gain followers sometimes they'll just show up sometimes somebody else recommend that they come in whatever it may be and then you kind of grow from there mm-hmm. and however many people you have in your cult then kind of help you progress because there are a certain number amount of people you need in your cult to open said doors to a new area okay it's like an mlm <laughs> Yeah, for for the combat section anyway. And when it comes to the combat, we're talking about what they're calling roguelite. Now, there may be other games like this that I... Because I've I've said it before. I'll avoid these kind of games for a reason. Because I just don't care for them. Fair. So, the roguelike light or whatever term, because I still don't know which is right. Light or like. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the combat in this is not bad, or at least it's not frustrating in this in the way that it could have been. It's uh, it can be frustrating because everything is based on your playstyle and the weapon you get. Sometimes you can get little daggers and they're just pop 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 pop, pop like you know real fast. Quick. But you have, yeah, less damage. But then you can get like a huge hammer or an axe and it's super heavy and very slow to swing. But you will obliterate whatever you hit with it. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of manage which play style are you playing. Are you going like fast and, you know, just quick Mm -hmm. or slow and calculated? So that, but you don't have a choice in the weapon in which you get initially because each time you enter a new area for combat, you are selected one weapon and then one curse. Curse is kind of like a magic spell. Mm-hmm. So you have fervor, 
to build up as you beat enemies and then that way you can kind of use those out so with the combat system you can trade off your blades if you follow the map this is again where the rogue light light thing comes in is every map is different sure. every time you come in everything is is you know a whole new section and you'll have different sections that, in which you kind of go out and it'll show you a map and then you have four or five different directions you can go and each direction you can either find more followers you can find more resources for your camp you can find uh gold mm -hmm. food whatever you just you can look at it on the map and then plot your trajectory based on what you're looking for in that moment okay so if you want to try and find another weapon you can find it on the map and see if you can trade it off another thing too that you have as you are out on your adventures doing your attacking and whatnot you can collect tarot cards mm -hmm. and tarot cards will kind of give you a boost it can sometimes be health it can sometimes be for your curses uh it could be extra gold extra resources better chest whatever mm -hmm. so as you you will collect these as you go along not just as you play within the confines of the uh the areas in which you'll go through to find the heretics but also in different shops that you will encounter but i'll get to those a little later mm -hmm. so the tarot cards again will give you boosts sometimes you can get you know one or two depending on how i mean the, the maps are easy enough that you can kind of go through and find every room if you wanted to so mm -hmm. if you miss one it could be on you or they just may have limited how many show up on your map oh sometimes i've gotten like five uh -huh. in, during one full run sometimes i've only gotten two and it just depends Okay. So Random. that can be a bonus and it can be also a hindrance. Just depends on especially which ones you get. Because sometimes you have a choice, sometimes you don't. Okay. At least with the choice. And again, it's not like it's a bad thing, whatever you get. It's not like, oh man, well now I've got to live with two extra hearts versus being faster. Right. You know, okay. it's, it's never going to be a downer. It's like, okay, cool. So I got that now. If you have a choice, then again, that's your choice, or you just find one randomly. But finding them randomly out, like in a chest or something like that, it'll happen a lot. It's more rare, I guess, to say. So that's pretty much combat. Okay. Okay. The, you you go through. There's a map. You fight. Boom. And then at the end so of each every run map, could be different. Yeah, each run can be different. You'll have different. Uh, weapons to start with different curses you can try some curses are really awesome some i don't really care for but again the choice can be iffy yeah. at that you'll end each area beating an, like a, a big boss or a mini boss however you want to look at it and then you've got you like your super big boss that's the person you're or the heretic you're there too i don't know why i keep calling them people they're <laughs> demons they're demons yeah well at one point maybe yeah so the, you'll have your big boss that you have to defeat and then that will again help your cult grow and then you'll be able to move on and story progression sure. pretty much and then you can ob obviously if you go through uh, a second time after you defeated that big boss 
then everything will now become harder, you know, because they're, they're mustering strength and you can just continue through and play as long as you want. You know, going through this map and collecting resources and whatever you want to do. If that's what you want to play, how you want to play. Nice. The challenge is there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to stay focused here on the combat because I want to make sure that I cover it. Is that a bigger, bigger chunk of the game? Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> because for my... From the way I play, and other people may be able to figure out a way around this, but for me, I found myself struggling to balance both sides of that play coin. Because for my money, the cult is where you will find you're spending most of your time. And it may not be something you do intentionally it's just something you do as a uh, reaction because you see everything going on and you're like well the mission is not important right now my cult is important i've got to make sure that they're taken care of and then i can go out on adventuring but then every time you're ready to go out adventuring they need something else and you're like well shit i've got i've got to babysit mm-hmm. these people <laughs> gotta make so, sure they're fed and watered and whatever mm-hmm. So as you start your cult, it's a big, big area. There's, you know, plenty of room to play and and adjust and decorate however you want. So you'll start off very small with a lot of room and you'll start to kind of put together some basics. Okay, you need a shrine, you find your shrine, you place it wherever you want, then you're going to need a church and then you're going to need all these little things for your people. So you begin building these. Now, as any town builder, well, you know you need resources, you know you need money. So that's where this starts to come into play. You need to have, you need to go on adventures to get resources to start with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this will change as you kind of grow your uh, cult. I don't know why I want to say other words other than cult. Oh, yeah. Your, like, no, your family. Building cults here, yeah. I found a lot of my time spent here because you want to make sure that your cult is is well maintained. You want to make sure everybody's doing their part because they're supposed to be helping you. But you know how people can be. Yeah. And you just got to give them a swift kick in the ass. Be like, hey, let's let's do something. But you'll start with a shrine. You'll start with a a building chest and and a sales chest so if you can sell resources you can do that build everything but as you're getting as you're building your cult you will also kind of receive um faith points i guess would be the right term or pray together yeah inspiration that's what they call it i knew there was another term they were using Mm -hmm. So you'll, you'll gather inspiration. Inspiration will kind of be like a leveling system okay. for you and your cult. So you will f- you'll find yourself like in anytime you uh, do a sermon, which you do in your, your church, that's just a way to kind of build everybody up and kind of raise the faith. And over time, as that builds up, as you earn inspiration from your flock, 
then you can unlock maybe a new weapon skill or a new curse skill that you'll take out on your adventure. So your weapons will be stronger than they were prior. Or okay. So on and so forth. So that's a leveling up system there. Then with your uh, your cult, I want to call it a town. Yeah, you do. Damn it. Because <laughs> it's, which is the cult and the thing? Your little village. Yeah. As you uh, gain inspiration points from the big shrine, which everyone will kind of pray to, then you can unlock new buildings, new uh, structures for your town, for your village. Okay. So that's where you start to find things to or to earn more inspiration from your followers. You can build farms, have little plot lands. Uh-huh. You have to build kind of a barn in within the same structured area. So, and this is something I didn't realize up front. You'll have a barn if you want the people, if you want your followers to tend to the garden in which you're planting. You have to build it around the barn within a certain block. Like trap them in? No, it's it's more like kind of giving them an idea of where, you know, uh, like the, the you're gardening. Like putting it in their face. They'll be like, am I supposed to do something with that? It's like if the, here's 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 the workstation is the barn. Mm-hmm. Everything around it is, you know, this is what you need to work in. Okay. Because I I had, uh, you know, uh, gardening plots outside and away from the barn, and I noticed they weren't getting touched. And I was like, well, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. And I was getting mad at the, the followers. I was like, hey, there's stuff over here you need to there's work. Chop, chop. And then I realized, no, there's there's a there's a block of, of squares in which you have to be within, then they will work at it. And I was like, oh, okay. So ah, then okay. I figured that out. Always good to keep that in mind. And then you can upgrade that stuff too to help the uh, the uh, why am I struggling with words? Not the flock. Your crops. Crops. The crops. Fro- okay. Crops and flocks. Yes. The flock is creating the crops. Hopefully. They will They will take care of your crops. You can do other things to kind of help them grow faster. Mm-hmm. You'll get better crops as you kind of go along. Because early on, you'll have stuff like berries and eventually you'll get mushrooms. Once you start getting cauliflowers and pumpkins and uh, beets, beetroot seeds, I think is what it is. Yeah. Then that's where you're you're able to kind of make better recipes. Now, that's another thing you've got to feed your flock. So, okay. if you feed your flock, if you have to, <laughs> well, you should. But when you, all right. So when you do, it's like I'm seeing you how need, you're a leader now. Anyway, you need to be very careful about what you're feeding them because I didn't realize what I was doing first thing. I just thought, oh well. I just make food and I'll just I'll make all this stuff and then they're they're eating. I didn't realize that there were bad meals. I was just making one of everything. Variety. Yeah. And tossing them out and I was like, there you go. And then suddenly people are throwing up everywhere and dying. <gasps> and I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> Apparently I made them some uh terrible food sure like a bowl of poop you can make a bowl of poop oh and they'll just eat that huh yep yeah uh you can actually cook up followers should one die and you get their meat that you can make them seems eat resourceful to me but okay uh, yeah, yeah yeah but you know if the people find out they're gonna be you know freaking out and oh. all that stuff that, that, they, that could be a, a point yeah your your village your villagers or your cultists they actually do react to a lot of things so they can be very sad they can be very happy they can be sick they can be uh, old Aww, they get old things. they get old and die old. Yeah. 
And then that's a whole new mess in and of itself. And then they don't like it if you eat the old people either, huh? They just died of natural causes. I mean, you know, I just, I sell the meat because it's good money. Maybe I play too much (laughs) RimWorld where I'm like, that sounds resourceful. Just kill the people. (laughs) I mean, you can. It's it's not like you can't make them eat. I mean, lamb chops. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you never know. Gator tail. Right. There's a lot. There's a there's a whole thing of animals in there. Rabbit stew. Uh, so <laughs> that's a thing that you can do, uh, but be very wary of that. Now, also another thing to do, as I mentioned, if you make them something they don't like, they will get sick. If someone dies, they will get sick. Now, when I say sick, they'll just sit there and look at it and be like, bruh, bruh, and then throw up all over the place, and then you have to clean that shit up. Oh. Uh, you can get a janitor or a janitor station, but it's just you're there. Just clean the just, shit up. faster. Because <laughs> he'll have to go over there and grab the broom and then come back. And it's just like, I'll just do it. But will they do that while you're out collecting new cultists? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So then People will go. die. People will make messes and all this shit while you're gone. That's one of the main reasons I say it's difficult to go on adventures because I know the moment I leave... Chaos will ensue. Dad's gone. Time to play. Yeah. Because yeah. nine times out of ten, as I'm out on my adventures, I get a notification someone died. Now, it may have been of old age. They may have died of old age. But still, it's just like you couldn't do this while I was there. You could take care of you it. You couldn't just wait. So, anyway, I know it's inconsiderate to me to, for someone to just hold off dying Die until I get back. Die on my watch, would ya? So... Anyway, I mean, that that in and of itself is another thing that you get to do. And I'm trying to hit all these notes because, oh my God, there's just so much. So let me get back to the food. Food, yes. Let me get back to the food. So with the food, uh, you will definitely need to uh, build an outhouse. Okay. Because certain foods will make them shit. And if you do not have an outhouse, they will shit all over the the town floor is that not for, good for your crops uh i mean you can turn it into fertilizer okay. so that is that is a positive but they will shit and create disease within your cult because oh, they just leave it okay yeah yeah so that's another thing you have to contend with is disease uh sometimes when they throw up so much in one area some people get sick and then they're you know very ill and mm-hmm. same with Dead bodies, bad food. That's how I killed someone. I made them eat something that was going to kill them, and I didn't realize. And they <laughs> that's just what I made. Yeah, they were just like. Mm. Right up. They, you can even, you can even, and this is another thing that I'll lead into. You can even get requests from your followers for various things, like asking to eat a bowl of poop. Like they were requesting like, specifically poop. They they want it. Okay. They want it. Uh, Was they, it a Because no, it could, sometimes it, they tend to enjoy that. It's it's a random. It could be anybody. Okay. You know, just whatever. Uh, sometimes they'll ask you to imprison another person. You know, just be like, hey, uh, we caught this person stealing, so I think you ought to lock them up. And it's like, yeah, all right, so I'm just taking your word for it. So uh, I guess yeah, I, I can do that. A bunch and of bullies. Now, while you can just do that, for people to be bullies, there is also another alternate 
reason you may want to have a prison or I guess it's more like the shackles where you oh put, uh, yeah 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 um, you know what I'm calling yeah. put your arms and your head into the thing and then you yeah. just in the circle like they had yeah it's like they had in the cowboy days remember them Birds are hard remember? I'm telling you stocks anyway. yeah, sure in the stocks sure. stocks that sounds fantastic anyway you have you can you can have a stock I only have one I don't really see a point in having more than one, but I'm sure if I let things go, uh, I might need more. Anyway, so with the stocks, sometimes you can have a dissenter. Someone who, like if some things happen to where your faith levels drop, certain cultists will have issues because each cultist has their own personality. So some may be just loyal followers. I don't give a shit. You know that they're do whatever. You've got some that are lazy. You're that my won't guy, work. man. What you say, I got you. Yep. You've got uh, just certain people who who get sick easy. You've got people who love getting sick. You got. Uh, it just depends. <laughs> you ha- among you. Yeah. You can just take. You can take a look at each cultist as you get them. You'll see what their traits are. And it's just something to be cognizant of. I've never turned anyone away from... Like having bad traits. And nope. Yeah, I was just like, I'll deal with you as time goes on. I'll deal with you. Yeah. So, it's a good way to kind of get them in, but you'd also kind of plan out your strategy because, again, you have to deal with the dissenters. So, dissenters, if, you're, if someone in your cult just decides, I'm going to go around, they'll go around chanting, their eyes will be red, and they'll just be like, ah, ah, just pretty much trying to tell everybody, you know, you're a false prophet, yeah. you know, you're no good, whatever. You just take them over to the stocks, lock them up, and then re-educate them. Oh, and then, okay. you know, yeah, they're yeah. going to remember who's God around here. I just didn't know. Let me help you. So you have that. Uh, where I've said you uh, people dying, you can, I, like, I've created my own little graveyard. I've got tons of tombstones at this oh, point. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's true. Uh, but yeah, you, you can you can make just a, a simple little grave. You can build a headstone for it later on if you prefer, which I I recommend if you're going to do that. And I don't know if this is a glitch or whatnot. Well, that's another thing we're going to get into. But I would build a, a plain body pit, and then that would kind of be the the grave. But then I thought, well, I'll upgrade it or upgrade it with a gravestone. But when I did that, it would remove the grave and then build a new hole. So it was like my original grave went away and then now a new grave is there. And I was like, but there's a body in there. And I was just trying to put a headstone on it and I'm not sure how that, I don't know. It was a weird. While you were out. Yeah. Someone tried so, to slip one in there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's something you can do I mentioned your church. You can do sermons every day to kind of keep everyone's faith up. Uh, but the other thing that you're actually doing in there, there are uh, mandates you can have. So as you're leveling up, that's another thing that you have. You will collect, I uh, can't remember what they were called, like little ta- doctrines. That's what okay. it is. So as you collect three of these little tablet pieces, you'll create a new doctrine. Now that doctrine is selected by you. There are five tiers to the doctrine. And it's essentially you have a choice between A or B for each one of these doctrines to kind of 
help build your cult up. Okay. And this will allow you to do rituals. So depending on which choice you have, I mean, that's it. You're locked in. So if you go this way okay. or that way, whichever choice is yours, that's what you get. And then, so you have to kind of think about that as you're going through. It's like, what is going to benefit you? Will this benefit your play style more than this will or so on and so forth? And the rituals are something that you can do to kind of help your uh, boost morale or maybe even set up different things like marriages you can do weddings oh. you can do uh you can appoint people to kind of be your your faith enforcer mm -hmm. uh but the one that i probably do the most is you can have funerals so anyone that dies you can actually have a funeral for them and well, people can kind of come in feel better that we respect it does our people okay mm -hmm. so that will help kind of raise the faith up other things that they don't like i mean you can do fasting if you need them to just stop worrying about eating. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> you know? stop worrying about the poop for a minute. I need you to do other things. Yep. Uh, on an opposite end of that, you can actually have a feast. But I think that was actually part of one of the other choices that I had. Ah, so feast or famine. You either, or other. Yeah, give them a good feast or do you make them fast? And I, I think I chose the fasting one. Uh, but there are a handful of others you can sacrifice. Uh you know, if, if you just needed to. And you know what? I even thought about this. History just needs sacrifice from time to time. What can I say? Well, I, I've come to this conclusion that maybe I just need to start sacrificing the old people. I know they're going to die. They're already on death's sad, door. Yeah, maybe. So I'll just be like, hey, you know what? I just, I don't have time to build you a grave <laughs> right now. So if I could just sacrifice you yeah. to Cthulhu or whoever's reaching in from the depths of hell. Hey, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. We just do that for you. Um, but it's not just your town. I'm trying to think of uh, making sure I'm, I'm hitting all my beats. It's not just your town. Like I said, there were other uh, surrounding sections in which you can go visit. So <clears throat> you will meet people along the way. The first one is a character named Ratu Ratau. Ratu Ratau. Something like that. Anyway, he tells you about some things and he will. you'll actually encounter him uh, along the way. He'll kind of give you challenges, like, hey, uh, in the next room, don't roll out of the way, don't do anything, just, you know, stuff like that, and I'll give you a treat. And he's like, ah, okay, I like, I like how this guy's going. Yeah, I like, I like what you're But you will find uh, other civilizations that will not really be your responsibility, but you can earn other things from them. This first group that I ran into is like a, near a fishing uh -huh. town, and they wanted... A couple of crystals now there will be an, an area in which you can adventure on where you'll find crystals that's another thing with your adventuring some areas only have certain resources mm -hmm. so within one area in which you go adventuring that's where you can find crystals you're not going to find them anywhere else so if you need them you're going to have to go back there another area you get silk it's only found there so unless you're lucky to have one of your cultists help you out with that which i'll get back to in a minute that's I, I, you know you're gonna be sol right so here at this group you you can kind of take care of them they also have a little uh shop area out in like as you come in you can buy other tarot cards now when i say you're buying tarot cards you're kind of collecting these as options so if you've got a new tarot card mm -hmm. That will then become part of the 
draw that you can get as you start uh, a, another adventure. Okay. So when you're offered tarot cards, that one could show up, that one could show up, and so on and so on. So that's why you want to collect the tarot cards so they'll show up. They'll also have decorations for your main cult mm-hmm. or your your town. Jesus Christ, I'm just going to call it a town. That's I don't know why I'm, we, we I'm hesitating. About your cult. It's a town. The cult town. You're putting together a town, a village, if you will. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you can you can find out a bunch of decorations for your village if you want to decorate, if you want to be fancy about it. In this first section, there was a guy who uh, teaches you how to fish. You can collect fish. This is not a necessity for your town, but if you want to collect fish for, you know, feeding purposes, mm-hmm. you can have fish dishes. Well, you're not going to just don't turn want... it in from loaves of bread and just make a bunch of fish? No, no, no. Well, you're going you're gonna to cook them up fish and cauliflower and shit and whatever <laughs> else that they want. So you'll have that area. There's another area where you can play this game. It's like a dice game, which I thought was going to be difficult, but uh, I'm kind of digging it. I think I, fi- I've, the game I got really the game. good at it. Yeah, it's so what it is, and you probably won't play it all that often unless you're just like dying to play it. Mm-hmm. You roll a die, and you have like a, a not or three by three square. So you'll set whatever die you rolled within this line Mm -hmm. your opponent will do the same thing the idea is to have the most the highest score within each line overall before you run out of space Mm -hmm. so say i ran out of room but you had a higher score you would still win even if you had like three or four spaces still available okay it's just you already had amassed a higher score i have no more moves therefore i can't win there's no way you could be and you can double your score or triple your score but like if you can line up the same number in the same column that then doubles what you had there and then so on and so forth and but at the same time if you have like say you rolled a six and you placed it in the top right hand corner your opponent can also roll a six place it parallel to the one you have and then that knocks your die out okay and that can go like even if you had three if he laid down the same thing boom they're all gone so it's a strategic game in that sense and i think that's what i liked about it is like yeah i got, I got this figured out I yeah got this, i got this i, I can figure it out so I, i've beaten uh two or no three three of the opponents thus far i think there's one more i've got that i can get a trophy for and i'll go for that one you know i like that um there's another town in which you'll meet mushroom people. There's another town where you'll meet a guy who wants eyes from the witnesses. Okay. Witnesses are some of the mini bosses that you'll encounter. Okay. And you'll collect their eyes, and then you can take those eyes and then trade them in for uh, extra items. Nice. If you will. You can also get other items that you'll kind of collect. Like, as for example, the guy who wanted the eyes, he'll give you a piece of a talisman. And then if you collect enough of these pieces, which is about four, <coughs> it's it will create a talisman, which, which you can take back to your church. And then that gives you, you have new abilities that you can unlock and new fleeces. Now, your fleece is kind of like your garb. Okay. You have a basic red one that you start off with. But 
You can also unlock different ones that have different abilities. Now, I personally could give a shit about any of them because I read through them and it's kind of a, here's a plural, but this is what you're getting in return. Okay. So it's a strategic element for, for sure. You know, so if you want to kind of throw a challenge into your game, fair enough. If you think you can handle it. I personally, I'm just like, eh, I don't need, I don't need all that fancy yeah. stuff. The only time I've actually used it is there was one, and this can be a good thing, but it could also kind of hinder you at the same time. You start each round of a new area with four tarot cards pre-chosen before you even go out. So you're not going to have to look for any, but you're stuck with those. Okay. That's it. So you're not getting any new ones that, you know... So, like I said, it's it's a give and take because sometimes you'll find more than four, mm -hmm. but sometimes you won't. Right. Okay. And, you know, it's not a bad, it's not a bad draw. It's just sometimes you, you don't have a choice in, in the matter. You know, sometimes they'll show you two and you have a choice. This time you don't. You're just getting whatever you got and that's that. <coughs> so, it's a... If there was one that I was going to say was better or a, a good choice, it would be that one. But as I said, the, the, the balance, that's where I found a lot of my issues with the game, is trying to go out on adventures, trying to continue the story. But I find myself compelled to stay with my people because I'm like, well, shit, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Because a lot of things continue to happen. If they're not taking care of your crops, then well, stuff's just growing up. And then you're trying to get them to harvest resources for you, like stone and wood and things like that. But sometimes they're just like, hey, what's going on? I'm just, <laughs> and they're just drifting around. It's like, work. Yeah. <clears throat> what are you doing? Work. You need to get to work. High on life, man. And sometimes I feel like that might be the personalities. But on other times, I feel that is a fault of the game. Now. This is where the hate came in. The game has given me a lot of problems when it comes to glitches. I've had at least two that I've had to... Luckily, it didn't ruin my game to the point where I couldn't salvage where I was at. Okay. But it would pretty much lock up. Like, I would be in the middle of something and it would just kind of freeze. Freeze in the sense that it wouldn't just go on. Everything else is still... You hear the music. Characters are still moving. Oh, no. But no one's doing anything. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well... But luckily, I've been able to hit pause, save it, then reload it, and then I can just be right back where I was. So that's at least a positive right. there. <laughs> but it was still frustrating that I got locked down in the first sure. place. There was a recent update, so I do want to clarify this. There was a recent update that seems to have fixed some of my issues. Okay. But I won't say all. One of my biggest issues, and this is really starting to get on my nerves, like, really, really bad when I realized what was going on, is I, w I tried to start decorating my town a little bit, trying to give it a little flair, do a little something special for it. Mm -hmm. And... There, I had to kind of rearrange some stuff. And as I did, some of the flooring that I had kind of put down, I wanted to kind of redo it. So I, you know, kind of erased it here and replaced it there and whatnot. And come to find out, I'd come back and then the shit was right back where it was. I'm like, what the hell is this? Oh, no. So it would just continue to replace everything that I had removed. And 
I just felt like everything that I was trying to put into it was for nothing yeah. because the game is just going to reset it. Now, after the update, I haven't seen it happen again. Okay. So I'm going to assume everything's taken care of. But we'll see. Yeah. Because I have still encountered a glitch or two, just little things that are... Like, I was in the middle of a fight, and the enemies are... I can't... I'm trying to rescue a, a new follower, mm -hmm. or someone that will become a new follower. And I've got to destroy all the enemies, but I don't see any enemies. And I'm just like, I, can, <laughs> can you let him go now? Everybody's dead. Music and stuff, so you know. when I yep. shut and that it's down, just, or... <laughs> No, nothing, yeah. nothing's happening. Aww. I'm just like, okay, well, this is bullshit. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So, yeah, that's been one issue that it's it's given me is I just uh, the little things like that. Even even something that really shouldn't be this bad, and I don't under, I honestly cannot understand why it's this bad. Load times are really not that bad, but when it comes to there's this there's this moment in your cult when your villagers go to sleep. When it gets nighttime, but as soon as a new day starts, the game will lock, like freeze momentarily, like it's trying to get over this humongous hump. Yeah. And then it'll just kind of kick back in. But that's as soon as a new day begins while you're in your village. Hmm. Like it's really struggling for this, like to load, to load all up. this. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I can't fathom what it is. Because the rest of the game runs just fine, or but something it's, needs to be optimized in that area that yeah. is causing the, the the hang up. Because you can be in the middle of something, like you'll be sitting there picking vegetables or whatnot, and then that happens, and you just feel like you're caught off guard, and it's like I don't know what to, to continue to do because I, I if can't. It's something about that now. That's just digressing that it's like probably something with the day night cycle that they need to add into the code there that it's just like to seamlessly yeah. move over but perhaps whatever it may be it's the game is a lot of fun mm -hmm. if you can manage and balance everything out i've had a lot of fun with it i wish i felt more comfortable going out on uh, adventures more and and doing the dungeon crawling I guess that's the, the term I should have been using, dungeon crawler. Oh, yeah. Because that's technically what it is. Mm -hmm. But I always feel compelled to stay with my flock because I want to make sure that they're taken care of. But even though I get angry at them because they're not doing anything, they're just being a bunch of bums. Like, I'm just like, hey, come it's on, It's like with guys. your kids, right? Yeah. You know, you don't like them all you, the time, but you'll always love them. Yeah. They're not doing what they're supposed to. Hmm. <laughs> So, if if you have kind of an avert, like uh, something, either one of these that you really kind of like, maybe you could find someone that would, you know, maybe you could do like a two-player scenario. Someone goes out on an adventure, somebody takes care of the farm. I was going to say, I does think that would be kind of like cool. dungeon crawling? Have her nah, do the dungeons I, well, and, and you can take care of the flock? Her sister was the one who recommended this, and mm -hmm. she was the reason I bought this. Because Katrina was all like, oh, I want to play it. I want to play it. She hasn't touched it. And she can't blame me because I'm not here all the time. <laughs> I get to my dungeons, woman. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, I technically bought this for you and you haven't touched it. Right, so so you I'm know. just playing it now. I guess. Yep. But I was really hoping to have it beat. Not that it was going to matter because I don't really feel like it was going to matter. 
uh, whether or not I had it beat sure. because I felt like I got most of everything that I wanted to out of it. Mm -hmm. I will say that there is a moment and this may be a turnoff for some people, like the challenge is gone a little bit, but I'm, I'm okay with it. I feel like I, you kind of go over the hump enough. You're, you're okay with a little bit of ease once you get to a certain point. Sure. Once you, as you, like I said, you, you kind of level up stuff at some point, once you're leveled uh, for everything that you spend your inspiration on, mm -hmm. you don't need it anymore. So your inspiration now becomes money, which uh -huh. you'll always need. Okay. So when you reach that maximum level and you start getting money as opposed to inspiration, your building woes will pretty much diminish almost immediately okay. because you'll find that you always have plenty of money. You can use that money to try and apply to more resources, whether it be for wood, whether it be for stone, whether it be gold bars, because you need gold bars mm -hmm. and you need to process your money into gold bars, which you'll need to build some larger structures like houses. Mm -hmm. And that's something you definitely want to do. Cause that's another thing you'll get people bitching. It's like, well, my house fell down. It's like, well, build it back <laughs> up. You fool. <laughs> you know, why do I have to do everything? But you, I, I think I buried the lead, especially because I kind of glossed over the whole shit aspect. Oh, yeah. Uh, with of. people shitting. Yeah. Uh, th oh, they yeah. will shit a lot. And you will need shit to uh, to even build a house. Oh, is it like your clay? I guess. Ew. Because you build, you start with sleeping bags. That's what the, the basic bed you can build for your followers. Mm -hmm. And then you build them a tent. But the tents apparently fall down every once in a blue moon. And so you've got to go back and fix them. Mm -hmm. But you can build them a permanent structure with a house. But for the house, you have to have poop. Okay, well. And I don't I don't understand why you need... Because wood, stone, maybe gold. But why poop? Yeah, I, I mean, that could just be a, a, a quirky thing for the game. Like, if you mm. wanted to try to make me think it's uh, the, the cement or whatever. Look, I'm not a I'm not a builder. Whatever that stuff is mm. they put in between the bricks. You know, maybe they yeah, try to tell you it's I the guess. poop. But I don't know why you'd want to smell in a poop house. I know people can adjust to a lot of things, but... Yeah, no, Gross. I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. probably just because to make you go, why would I want poop in my house? Yeah, there's just a lot of poop. There's a lot so, of poop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a fun game. I, I had a lot of fun with it, playing it. Uh, I always found myself kind of going back to it, going like, oh yeah, I want to keep playing this. I'm going to see where everything's going and maybe try to get through this next dungeon. Mm -hmm. Because you will. You'll, you want to progress. You want to do these things. And damn, if they just keep holding you back and like i feel like there's another area that i haven't even gone to yet oh, yeah. that was on my map that i need to go to i don't remember i just i because you'll have like i said uh, there's other places on your map you can go that you can check out mm. for for different things and i feel like i never went to that spot damn it i'm gonna have to do that yep uh, all right See? so well at least they made an addicting game right you're wanting to go back now you're thinking about it I am. I am. <laughs> I see the look on your face. So, like, Ooh, if I got this yeah. done and this done at this time, I could probably play. Yeah, and and for somebody again that doesn't really care for the roguelike 
aspect of it. I mean, it's not so bad that I can't deal with it. In fact, I don't even know how I pulled this off. This is one of those, yeah, got a trophy and didn't even realize how you did it. There were two, or there's four trophies in this game that have to do with, or eight, I guess, as a matter of fact, that have to do with the bosses. One is to beat them, and one is to beat them without getting hit. Somehow, I did two and didn't even realize it. Oh, wow. Well, good for you. But the third one, because now that it's in my head and I'm just like, ooh, well, maybe I ought to try this one. I don't, I have no idea how the fuck you're supposed to get it off this third boss because he's like one of those gun shooters, you know, where the bullets are just coming out of every direction. Yeah. And it's just like, I, no. Yeah. No. That sounds like it's too hard. Yeah. Doable, but hard. Not for me. Sure, it's sure. There's a way. I just, I, mm, damn. People who are very well versed in like Super Meat Boy, I guess, or those really brutal <laughs> platformers, yeah. they're like, yeah, I know how to not get hit. Me, I run right into them. Yeah, I mean, I tried my best, and then I was just like, well, I'm not. I don't have time to dick <laughs> around with this guy. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't, really don't have anything else to say. I feel like I've been rambling enough about it. I was trying to hit all the right beats about it. There's probably some things that I missed. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, be aware of some glitches, but I'm hoping that for most up. people, at least at least on the PlayStation, most of it has been patched up. But again, I've I've still come across a few nitpicky things that they could still work mm-hmm. on. So. Check it out if you want to. Maybe if you need to wait until it's uh, dropped down a little bit in price, go go for it. It was probably about twenty, I feel like, like a twenty dollar game, twenty two, twenty five. I think I got it for twenty two because I think it was a PlayStation exclusive or not an exclusive, but one of those PlayStation Plus discount or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's twenty four ninety nine on Steam, so roughly twenty five five bucks wherever you go, I guess. Hmm. Uh, cool. I mean, it yeah, sounds give fine. It, give it a try. And it sounds like I would also be the type to get more into taking care of my cult than necessarily going out to the yeah. provider, like the, the bringer backer. And I don't think it's a bad thing either. You know, Do you it's think you just. you play a long time that way without having to go into the dungeons? Like, if that's your play oh, style, for sure. then that's just your play style? Like, I, I would almost bet you could probably level yourself up without ever really having to go into a dungeon. Interesting. Okay. I mean, obviously. The reasons you would, especially that early on, is you need money. Yeah, well, yeah. And you're going to need a way to get resources. So you might have to do that. But mm-hmm. it's if you could sustain something for just a little bit without having to go, yeah. I mean, you could really level yourself up. Yeah. Because that, that would be the area that I think I would be most into. And I do seem to play. I remember playing with that a little bit in the demo. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near as in-depth did it go to there. Because as soon as I died, the demo was over. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. uninstall. We're good. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show. Don't forget, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts his time and love into. Also, send us an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com and support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app and going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. And you can also go to youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions for just more wonderful, lovely content. We're getting better at Discord. Help make us great mm-hmm. by coming on over and clicking the link in the description and hanging out with us uh, the rest of the week. 
Thank you so much for listening. I'm Alicia Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. Oh, but until then... Game on! This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.